Welcome back, everyone, to episode 8 of the All Access USL podcast. We are here for a two-episode weekend. It is going to be big. I'm excited for it. So, just to give you guys a little um, insight of what these two episodes will be about, today's episode will be purely um, match day related. So, week 8, I believe we are in. Uh, those matchups is what we will be covering in today's episode. And then in tomorrow's episode, we'll be covering more um, like in-depth stuff, in-depth stuff. Like I'll probably be talking about top three teams who are surprising me so far, top three teams who have been disappointing so far, stuff like that. I do want to talk about Orange County in particular and their difficult start as well. Um, because I don't think many people expected that, especially with the firepower they brought in up top. <clears throat> who have been doing all right, but not fantastic. But overall, the team just does not look like the championship-winning team that we saw last season. And I think that is definitely something to talk about. I'll also probably talk about Loudon a little bit. I'll probably talk about Louisville and how well they've been doing. Hopefully, I didn't jinx them for today, but we'll see. Um, and some other things that I feel I should talk about when we get when I get to my recording. But that is what the two-episode breakdown for this weekend will be. And we have a lot of games to talk about today. We did have some midweek games. We had Memphis dropping Tampa Bay 3-1. This was Memphis's first home game, I believe they said, in about 37 days because of the Tulsa game being postponed due to weather. And then we also had um, Loudon, no, Louisville drawing one-all with Charleston. I believe, yes. So, Louisville still undefeated after that Charleston draw, but, you know, playing against Charleston, you'd expect a bit more. They have Charleston have not been great this year. Still a decent point. Charleston will be happy with the point as well against top of the East. Memphis dropped a very good Tampa Bay Rowdy side at home. Memphis have been surprising me so far this season. Tampa Bay, not doing too bad. But definitely should be doing better, I feel. A couple disappointing results here and there. But let's move into um, today's games. We have a lot to cover. And our first game is 3rd in the East Detroit versus 13th in the East New York Red Bulls 2. Detroit, their last game was a 2-1 win uh, against Hartford. And Red Bulls 2, their last game was a one-all home draw against Tampa Bay. And this game feels like Detroit's for the taking. Detroit haven't been scoring that many goals in games. The most they scored was against Atlanta United 2. But other than that, I don't believe they scored more than 2 in a game. This seems like a game where they will become fluent in the attack. I think New York Rebels 2 kind of allows for that. um, With how they... Just how young they are and how inexperienced they are and how they play together. New York Rebels 2 can be very good. They can be very, I don't want to say compact because obviously that means they kind of scrunch up and they don't play wide, which they do. But they can be very um, loose, I'll say. Not really um, like positionally aware, which is what you would expect from a team as young as they are. So this seems like a game for Detroit to get 
probably, I would say, three or four goals. Maybe Nurgrebos, too, are able to find one. But I just think this game is kind of set in stone for Detroit to take it. So I'll say 3-0, Detroit win. Um, I, I think that Detroit defense and Nate Steinwasher in goal are too good to be letting anything in. I think Red Bulls do have the quality to maybe put one past them, but I just, I think the defense of Detroit City FC is just too much on the day. Next, we have 10th in the East, Loudoun United versus 12th in the West, El Paso Locomotive. This is a very intriguing game. It's kind of a, a tale of two parts. Loudoun United have been impressing me very much. Even though they are still 10th in the East, and I believe winless in two, they have started off the season a lot better than I think most people would have thought. Especially with a 1-0 win over Indy. Or with that win over Indy. I believe it was 1-0. And then there's El Paso on the other side, who have been pretty atrocious with, I believe, only one win on the season so far. Loudoun heading into this game, coming off of a 2-1 loss to the Birmingham Legion. El Paso coming off of a one-all draw to the Oakland Roots. The Oakland Roots also pretty low um, in the Western Conference. So this game is hard to dictate, I would say. Loudon, while they are young, they clearly do have a defined uh, tactical strategy. New York Rebels 2, I think, is more about giving players experience and kind of a loose strategy. Loudon, they know what they want to do, and I love that. And I think that gives them the edge over all of the other academy teams. El Paso, it has been a very rough start to the season, and I think most of the blame at this point has to go to the manager because they have good players. So I guess maybe you could also, well, obviously, blame has to go um, both ways, but I think tactically it just hasn't been there the players look decent but tactically it just hasn't been there i feel for el paso fans but i don't think it's going to get better against loudon unfortunately loudon are a good team and i think el paso could underestimate them so i'm going to say a 2-1 loudon win in our first um east versus west ma- uh, matchup of the day a very good win for Loudon should they get it El Paso if they do lose here I don't know at what point you start um thinking about a new manager I know it's early and this is already a new manager but at some point you have to realize that if this keeps going on uh the season's gonna be lost pretty soon next we have Indy Versus Hartford. Indy currently 6th in the East. Off to a better start than I had initially thought when they lost to Loudon on the opening day. And then Hartford, who are 14th in the East. Indy currently 6th in the East. Indy coming off of a 3-1 massive win over Orange County. Hartford coming off of a 2-1 home loss to Detroit City FC. Uh, This also feels like a straightforward game. Hartford yet to win in USL Championship play this season. So it only feels right that they will continue that trend with a loss to Indy, who just beat Orange County. Uh, I won't take that win lightly. Orange County are still have qual- still have quality. They still have quality. They just haven't been able to put it on show yet, I think. 
So that's still a very good win for Indy, and I think um, Indy are starting to build in confidence um, as the weeks progress. I know I kind of lowballed them um, early on, or with my predictions uh, at the start of the season, but I'm willing to put my hands up and say it's probably going to be terribly wrong, my prediction of where they finish, which is fine. India seemed to be a very good surprise package this year. Which is fantastic. And Hartford seemed to be a really bad surprise package this year. Um, currently winless, and I think that stays the same after today. I think Indy take this one 2-0. Three points nicely in the back pocket. Hartford, it's becoming hard for what to look at. Because clearly it's problems all around. Managerial, play-wise. They do have some good players. Um, they did lose Walmart Martinez to Monterey Bay. I don't know how much that really cost them. But they still do have some quality in uh, the side. I will say, of teams like Hartford and all the pass-off stuff like that so far this season, we have seen a lot of um, poor goalkeeping. So maybe that's a big thing. Maybe teams aren't confident in the keepers that are behind them in net. But I don't know. Not too sure on that one. But I think Indy take this one 2-0 over Hartford. Hartford to stay winless. Still, next we have first in the East Louisville City SC versus second in the East Pittsburgh Riverhounds. An absolutely massive game. Louisville coming off of that one all draw to Charleston. Pittsburgh off of a 4 0 win against Atlanta United 2. This is already a mouth watering affair in the East. First versus second. This is already set to feel like a playoff game. Maybe even a playoff semifinal game. It's insane that we're already getting a first versus second in only week eight. Although, when you put Louisville versus Pittsburgh, two teams who have been continuously good the past few seasons, you'd almost expect this. But, Pittsburgh, I think, are more inclined to win this game, even though Louisville are still undefeated. Louisville did just draw, get, I would say, a disappointing-ish result against Charleston. You think that they should win that, especially with that um, 5-2 win before this one against the San Diego Loyal, where they went to San Diego and got the win. Um, you'd think that they could kind of replicate that or maybe even better that here, but they didn't. Uh, Pittsburgh got that 4-0 win away to Atlanta United 2, I believe. It might have been at home. I can't exactly remember. But they got it either way. Put four past them. Very good attacking display. And I think Pittsburgh are more inclined to win this. I think Louisville will be good. I think they'll be very defensively good. I don't think they'll concede more than one. But I think Pittsburgh will just be too much for them on the day. This will truly be a playoff atmosphere. And I think this is what we can call our match of the day. Uh, so I'll say Pittsburgh take this one 1-0 one over Louisville. Louisville will be disappointed with that, especially to lose their first game of the season. But Louisville will be up there um, towards the end of the season. No doubt in my mind. They've been fantastic so far, and they will continue to be good for the rest of the season. This will not set them back. Pittsburgh, this could be a continued jumpstart, and this could send them and keep them top for a long time this season. So I'll say a 1-0 Pittsburgh win. Um, 
If that does happen, Pittsburgh, I think, are set for a first-place finish this season. Next, we have um, Tampa versus San Diego. Tampa currently fifth in the East, coming off of that 3-1 loss against Memphis 901. San Diego currently third in the West, coming off of that 5-2 loss to Louisville at Torero. That is a big loss. But I think today is a good day to bounce back against a Tampa team coming off of a very disappointing result against Memphis 901. San Diego also have Kyle Vassell, who has been very good, very clinical in front of goal as of recent. So I think that'll be a big help. Uh, Tampa, obviously, a continued good Tampa side. Uh, Steven Dos Santos was sent off against Memphis. So that is a big loss here. Um... But I think it'll be a good game. I don't think there's too much to separate these sides right now. I think a two-all draw here is fair. I think Kyle Vassell will still be on target for San Diego, but I think Tampa's overall team quality will continue to shine. San Diego, after a 5-2 loss to Louisville, will love, I'm sure, an away draw. But they'll want to be back in the wind column sooner rather than later because I think they really want to break that barrier in the West that they've had. They've been good in the West, but they haven't been top tier in the west so far as compared to tampa who have been top tier in the east just as recent as last season so a two-all draw here i think is what we will see next up we have fourth in the east memphis versus eighth in the east miami um memphis currently off of that 3-1 win versus tampa bay fantastic win up to fourth in the east to be honest i thought memphis would be a very disappointing team this year i have been sorely mistaken so far they are practically getting a nosebleed they're so high on the table and then miami in eighth um you could almost say that i would have expected at this point in the season miami to be fourth and memphis to be eighth uh, miami of course coming off of a 2-1 loss versus phoenix phoenix are of course very good but miami have their own quality um so i think a bit of a disappointing result there um, and I think this game is one of pure momentum. Miami are good, but Memphis just beat Tampa Bay. 3-1. After not having a home game for almost a month. This feels like a game that Memphis should and will win. win. Nothing against Miami. Miami are a good team. They have good attacking quality. They have good defensive quality. Um... Managerial-wise, they are very good. It's a good, well-rounded team. But I just don't think against a very fast-paced and momentum-building Memphis side right now, they can win. So I'll say it's a 2-1 win for Memphis. It'll be close. Miami will give Memphis a little scare. But I think this is Memphis's game for the taking. And they'll be sitting nicely in the East should they get this win. Next up, we have RGV versus Orange County. RGV currently in 7th in the West on the brink of that. Um, they are in the last uh, Western playoff spot. Orange County in 11th in the West. Very, very, very disappointing start to the season. Not how they expected this title challenge would go, especially with the reinforcements they brought in and the quality that they already had there. You know, it was already the quality of a championship winning side. 
But is this a championships a championship curse starting to creep in, where um, they win the championship, keep most of the same players, improve seemingly, but just fall apart? We shall see. It is early on. Orange County currently coming off of that 3-1 loss to Indy. Uh, RGV off of a 2-1 win against a very decent Sacramento Republic side. I'm not sure what to expect from this game. RGV, uh, I think, are a middle-of-the-road team this season. Nothing more, nothing less. Orange County obviously have the ability to continue to build um, and improve throughout the season. I don't think they will be down towards 11th or 12th by the end of the season. But if they don't pick it up soon, my opinion could change because against an RGB team, they should be getting at least a draw, I would I would think. RGB are good. Orange County are purely better. The um, quality gap between these two teams is incredible. Um, but RGB are a very well-disciplined side, no matter what the quality they have on the team. So I think a one-all draw is what we see here. Orange County will come away disappointed once again. This won't do much for them in the table. RGV will be happy to just get the point, I feel. And maybe that'll keep them in seventh as well. We shall see. Next up, we have second in the West, San Antonio, coming off of a 1-0 win against New Mexico United, who do not play this weekend or do not play today at least, and then Monterey Bay coming off of a 3-1 loss against LA Galaxy 2 uh, two weeks ago. They have not played in two weeks, and I think that will show tonight. A expansion team who has not played in two weeks, uh, I feel like that is not a good recipe, especially when you're headed to San Antonio, who are second in the West. Monterey Bay currently bottom of the West. This seems like a really tough ask for Monterey Bay. San Antonio have been fantastic this year. A 1-0 win away against New Mexico United. They are coming off of not much more you can ask for from San Antonio. I think they take this game 5-0. Monterey Bay going to be all over the place, most likely, defensively and offensively. And I think San Antonio will just be ready for it. Uh, because giving, like I said, giving an expansion team who's only played together for seven weeks, or like six weeks, a two-week break to just train and not play, it's going to spell disaster for them. I feel for Monterey Bay, but I think tonight will be a difficult night. And I'll say, like I said, 5-0. San Antonio. Next up, we have 10th in the West, Oakland Roots, who have been gain gaining a bit of momentum. A one-all draw previously against El Paso, against, unfortunately, the switchbacks who came off of a 2-0 win away to Tulsa. Colorado Springs currently top the West over um, San Antonio. Not by much. Oakland currently 10th in the West. Um, this, again, it feels like the quality will push Colorado Springs over Oakland, no matter how much I think Oakland could get a result here. I'm going to say 2-0 Colorado Springs. Oakland haven't shown me much to say that they will, um, they can compete against the big boys of each conference. Unfortunately, they did get the draw against Tampa Bay, but that's about all I see for right now. 
as any sort of indication that I should give them something here. Colorado Springs have been fantastic this year. Um, and I think that will continue against Oakland. They do have just that one loss on the season, but I don't think that number will increase against Oakland. I think they get the win here. Next up, uh, Sacramento versus Vegas. Sacramento currently sixth in the West only. So not doing too bad. I think this is better. This is better than I thought they would be doing at this point. So I'm a bit surprised by that. And then Vegas, who are currently fifth in the West. So a nice fifth versus sixth in the West bout. Sacramento coming off of that 2-1 loss against RGV. Vegas coming off of a 1-0 draw to LA Galaxy 2. Vegas have been very surprising this year. Absolutely. I thought they would be towards the foot end of the Western Conference table. And Sacramento have been surprising me as well. I did not think their transfer window was that impressive. And obviously last year was very poor for them. So I thought, you know, both things coming together, it might be another poor season. It's not starting off the, that way. Currently six in the West, not too shabby. Playing Vegas at home, I think this is a good opportunity for them to pick up more big points. Vegas, I do think we're going to start to see them slip up a little bit. I'm not saying that they will fall out of the playoffs. I'm not too sure what to expect from this Vegas side. They started hot, and clearly they have something about them, especially in Danny Trejo. But for today's game, I'm going to give it to Sacramento. I'm going to say a 1-0 Sacramento win. Uh, I just don't see Vegas getting much here. And then last, we have LA Galaxy 2, ninth in the West, coming off of a one-all draw versus Vegas against Phoenix, currently fourth in the West and coming off of a 2-1 win versus Miami. This is going to be a Miami win. LA Galaxy 2 are okay. They did get a nice 3-1 win against Monterey Bay and a nice one-all draw against Vegas, but Phoenix is a different monster uh, that is very difficult to beat. I'm going to say 4-1 to Phoenix here because Phoenix will continue to be Phoenix. No matter how shaky they look to start the season, they always have the answer, usually, except in the playoffs. But we won't talk about that right now. So a 4-1 Phoenix win is my prediction against LA Galaxy 2. That concludes today's episode um, of our match date preview. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow will be more in-depth um, looks at teams and what we've seen so far. So until then, thank you for listening, and I will see you tomorrow.